0: You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 46. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Hello, hello, everybody. If you heard last Tuesday's podcast, episode 44, then you heard just, it kind of cut off a little abruptly at the end because I wanted to keep the time short and succinct, under 20 minutes, but I had so much more on my heart and so much passion. And I stopped it, I saved it, I uploaded it into the system for Addison to edit, and then I hit record, and I'm going on with the second week right now. Just so much in my heart and my mind that I just want to say, and I'm just just so pumped. I'm so jazzed for life. I hope you can feel that through the audio. One of my New Year's resolutions for this year was to read a book every month. And some of the books are brand new books. Some of the books are ones I've read before, but a long, long time ago. And I'm happy to report that I have met my goal for January. I have just read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. If you have not read this book, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, 11 out of 10 you should literally pause the podcast and go on Amazon or your preferred reading platform and just order it right now. Man's Search for Meeting really talks about essentially the meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? And it ties in so perfectly with last week's podcast because last week's podcast, we started with talking about perceptions of the event industry and really worked into purpose. And that is what this book and this podcast are both about, is I'm going to pick out some key quotes, and then we're going to have story time with Dr. K. I am going to share some about my life and my past, my history, as it relates to events in this book. And I hope that it'll just be really good and that you'll like it. The first quote that really sticks out to me is actually one that I have printed out on pieces of paper and included in my Intro to Events class box for this semester. The meaning of life differs from man to man, from day to day, and from hour to hour. What matters, therefore, is not the meaning of life in general, but rather the specific meaning of a person's life at a given moment. I resonate with this quote so, so much. For some backstory, if you've never heard of this book, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. He was a psychologist or psychiatrist and definitely a forerunner in mental health. He was Jewish and he was in the concentration camps during the Holocaust. He was in four different concentration camps. He survived. And then when he emerged from the concentration camps, he wrote this book in nine days about some of his original life principles that he was already speaking on and had writing on and articles on, and then viewing it through the lens point of suffering And how the purpose of your life can really get you through anything. So, I super, super recommend this book. Now, the meaning of life, not having one meaning in general, but rather specific meanings at a given moment, is something that I think we can all resonate with and something that's easily overlooked. I always thought that it was absolutely insane that we would look at 16 year olds who (laughs) don't have enough lived life experience to really have their own voice in the world and ask them what they want to do for the rest of their life. And then for them to go into college and to go into just so much debt here in the United States, to potentially go into so much debt in one area that maybe you'll switch career paths on in the future, just always kind of blew my mind just a little bit. The average student changes majors in a four year undergraduate degree something like seven or eight times. And it makes total sense because we're exploring all of these different avenues and different areas. I am a huge proponent for a liberal arts education just for that reason, because if you go into a very specific School just focused on one thing. Like, I went to an undergraduate school that was very focused in interior design. That was all I learned about. All my classes were about that. And that was awesome and great. And I became a great designer and I am who I am because of that experience. But I didn't even know that other opportunities even existed because I hadn't explored them. I didn't have to take a foreign language class, I didn't have to take a psychology class. There were so many classes that. I feel like I missed out on an education because I wasn't in the right environment for learning. So that's a side tangent that wasn't supposed to be in the podcast, but as we become as a world more interdisciplinary or transdisciplinary, cross-disciplinary, I think it's just so important to really expand your learning out. And when people say, why are you taking a Shakespeare class or scuba diving class or whatever class you're taking, just know that it adds to your lived experience as a person. So people ask me all the time, how did you end up in events? And it's really interesting because actually now I'm teaching, but people still ask me that question. How did you end up in events? And I love, love, love events. I love events so much. And it's simply because I couldn't decide what I wanted to do in life. And that sounds so simple. But if you think about events, events are everything. If I want to do marketing, okay, cool. I can do that in events. If I want to do logistics, okay, cool. I can do that in events. If I want to do technology, awesome. Events. If I want to do app design, okay, cool. I can do that in events. If I want to do statistics, which was my original major when I went into school, I was a stats major, then cool. I can do that in events. There's just so much that you can do in events. And I realized that even though I am not ADD or ADHD, that it really kind of filled this desire to want to touch everything. I am a person that just by nature gets bored a little easily, and I wanted a purpose and a meaning, and I didn't want to have to decide one specific area, so I went into events, and that's my story. Another quote that stood out in this book, and anybody who's over the age of 30 to 40, anyone who's over that age, I think will really resonate with this. This quote says, don't ever envy youth. Think to yourself, instead of possibilities, I have realities in my past. Not only the reality of work done and of love loved, but of sufferings bravely suffered. These sufferings are even the things of which I am most proud, though these are things that cannot inspire envy. And so I don't really talk about my past a whole lot. I've shared that on the podcast earlier, even though I am who I am because it is the sum of my lived experiences. I prefer to be more future focused, but for learning purposes, I'll share some today. I am a person who has abuse in a variety of formats in my childhood. But because of that abuse, I am so much more empathetic and vulnerable with everybody that I talk with. And so while you might sit there and say, wow, Dr. K, she's super vulnerable and she really understands this empathy and maybe you envy that about me, you would never envy the fact that I have abuse in my childhood. You never say, wow, I wish I was abused in my childhood. You would never say that but that is a result of my lived experience. I had a very, I'll say, interesting home life. I'll say more on the negative aspect, but interesting home life during my later teen years. And uh, I was homeless for a little bit, but that all led me to wanting to escape. So because I wanted to escape, I extensively traveled. I did a study abroad in my undergrad, took out loans. Did a study abroad in my undergrad, and then I sought out a master's degree in tourism because I wanted to travel. And because of all this traveling, as a side effect of that, I found my own voice, I found my own purpose. And when I came back from that first study abroad experience, I lived in Italy for eight weeks. I had my own apartment. I was on a photojournalism type grant through a class. I came back. I even had like my own photo exhibit. It was really fun. Uh, But because of that, I realized what I wanted and what I didn't want to do in school. And so I came back from that and I switched majors. I switched schools. I moved to a totally different city. And I just started standing up for myself. And not just standing up for myself in terms of my career, but in my personal life as well. I really found my voice and all of that traveling also led me to just a uh, true appreciation uh, and understanding of other cultures and how we are not just the only type of person or culture on the world, which has also made me way, way more relatable to others and has truly led to my focus in universal design. So I know that Ali and uh, Kenzie and Addison, they've all been on the podcast and they all talk about how I have this huge passion for making content available to anybody to interact with however they want. We do videos, we do podcasts, we do text, we have a hybrid conference. We just want people to be able to learn how they want to learn and experience us how they want to experience us. And a big part of that is for my traveling. But you would never say, oh, I envy her because she had a horrible teen life and was homeless for a little bit and all of this stuff. It was just You know, it was just not something that you would necessarily envy the core product, even though you might envy the outcome. And I don't have enough time in the podcast, we're already at 11 minutes, to talk about uh, all of my random jobs and different degrees, different life paths that have led me to where I am, but I love where I am. And people will look at me and they'll say, wow, you've done so much and you're so young or wow, like we really envy you. You had." societal expectation and definition of success at such a young age, but all of those are side effects from all of these maybe not pleasant things, right? We always like to envy the finished product, but not necessarily the process. Most people who you would consider a success did not have a perfectly paved road to get them to where they are now. We just always have to keep that in mind. And I would say one of the most important things to remember, if I had three points, one of the most important things to remember, which was captured well in this book, is that every human being has the freedom to change at any instant. Any instant, anybody has the freedom to change. If you were to look at me right now, I am 100% not the same person that I was two and a half years ago. And if you were to look at that person two and a half years ago, I would 100% not have been the same person I was four years prior to that. And this isn't even like kind of similar. This is not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. If I were to look at who I was two and a half years ago or seven years ago, I would not even recognize that person anymore. I was in positions where I was following along on societal constructs, society's definition of success. Just doing what others expected of me. I was getting run over in my professional life, and my personal life. I was uh, at times in unhealthy situations. And I just decided that rather than falling victim to all those lies and what everybody else was trying to make me feel, I just decided that I am who I am and I know the truth about me and the people that are close to me know the truth about me and I emerged stronger and better than ever before. I found my own voice, and more importantly, I no longer cared what others tried to label me as or define my life as. I live a really interesting life. I live a life that's super unique, and if you looked at it from the outside, you'd be like, how on earth does your life work? And how does this work? And how does that work? And how do you do all the things you do? And I love my life and I refuse to be labeled. I do not want to be labeled. I do not fit into a bucket. I am my own unique person and I love that. So I want to kind of end this podcast with another quote. It goes along with the fact that every human being has the freedom to change at any instant. And that quote is, therefore, we cannot predict his future only within the large framework of a statistical survey referring to a whole group. The individual personality remains essentially unpredictable. One of the main features of human existence is the capacity to rise above such conditions, to grow beyond them. Man has both potentialities within himself, horrible and good. Which one is actualized, depends on decisions, not on conditions. Again, those are all quotes from Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Thank you all so much for taking the time to make the time to listen to our amazing podcast today and a little bit of my life story. I hope you all have a fantastic day, a blessed week, and I will talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.